Jersey Hardwood Podcast, episode number seven, sponsored by our good friends at LG Insurance. I'm Steve Titchener flying solo today. Matt and John will be back soon. Uh, let's start with Rockers and uh, a little bit of a rest for Rockers, a much needed rest. Uh, this week, uh, they lost at Illinois, uh, a game that really, I mean, Peichel's got some scrappy teams that play hard and and you always think they have a chance, even though they haven't been a particularly good road team. Uh, but in this case, it was just, you know, Illinois is a good team and, and there was really not much of a chance in this one. Um, nice thing though, nice story is Cliff Omori had a, actually a nice offensive game. Uh, showed a little touch around the basket. It's exactly what everybody was hoping to see from Cliff. And yeah, Coleman Hawkins is not a not a center, and and so, but that's exactly what you want to see. You want to see a mismatch there, and you want to see you want to see Clifford Omori uh, take advantage of that, and that you did see that. However, wasn't a lot of support on the other side. Still struggling to score. Um, you know, Hyatt what had eleven. No, Fernandez had ten. But they missed a lot of shots, and um, what they shot, what thirty-seven percent to Illinois' fifty-plus. Um, so that's a tough one. Illinois actually had a, a, a rough time, a night from the afternoon from the line, whereas uh, Rutgers didn't go to the line as much, but shot better there. But still, I mean, and they got beat up on the boards. And let's, you know, look, the the guards are small. Rutgers guards. Um, they're they're small. I mean, Fernandez is what five ten. Um, you know, Derek Simpson and Jamichael Davis are, you know, you know they're over six foot, but they're they're you know, they're slight guys. They're not. They don't have the bulk and such. And it, it's a it's a physical league. Uh, Austin Williams has pretty good size. Um, he he struggled actually. Mawat Mag struggled as well. Uh, kind of he was off his game and uh, just a rough afternoon in Illinois. Now I said, you know, if you want a dream, here's a dream. And part of that dream was they weren't going to win in Illinois. I said they have to go two and five on the road and basically six and one at home. And that doesn't even include the the game coming up because I figured they'd probably lose to the what I think is number two now, Purdue. Um, they'll probably lose that game unless you know. Look, it took a half court shot. Last time they were at the rack in a very exciting game that we will go down in infamy with Ron Harper Jr. Uh, chucking up that that uh, half-court shot to win it and everybody rushing the floor. Very exciting night at the rack. I don't know if they can duplicate that. And and again, you know, Purdue is just a very, very good team. But I'm just talking about dreaming here. And if you want to dream, then, you know, they... It can't beat Purdue. You got to go perfect the rest of the way at home. You just got to be that really nasty, tough team at home that we've seen from Rutgers. Uh, do they have? Do they have the team to do it? Well, we'll see uh, because they can't. They they basically got to win all their games and, and then figure out a, win, a way to win two on the road, and then you're in that 500 area. Uh, in the conference with, what, 18 wins, 17 wins, it, it might be enough. But if you want to dream, that's how uh, it's it's got to go down. Now, is it likely? As I said numerous times now, no, but uh, that's, that's what has to happen. And uh, hey, I'm not going to give up on it yet. 
Uh, you never know. I mean, where can things improve? Uh, you know, look, they could just start hitting shots. Maybe, maybe Gavin Griffiths just starts nail, you know, nailing everything. Second half of the season, he just kind of figures something out. Um, he struggled a bit. I mean, he's a freshman. You got to give him that. Um, he's a highly touted recruit, but still uh, looks to me like he can use a few pounds as well. Uh, and he, he's, he's dealing with the rigors of, of Big Ten basketball. Uh and he's probably a little quick with his shot, a little quicker than he wants to be. But he's shown flashes. And, um, and uh, you know, maybe he starts hitting shots all over the place. Uh, maybe Cliff Amore turn the corner here offensively. And he'll show a little bit of touch inside. Maybe that happens. Maybe Derek Simpson and Jamichael Davis also start finishing at the rim consistently. And, you know, Noah Fernandes is shown to be able to hit some shots, even in a, in a, in a, in a big spot. Uh, Andre Hyatt, I've said it numerous times, I don't think there's anything he can't do on the floor. I mean, he can defend well. He can hit the three. He can drive to the basket. He can hit from anywhere on the court. He's a very good player. And he's a leader on that team. So maybe he, uh, you know, he, maybe he really steps up. Not to say that he's not. I mean, he's playing hard. But, you know, it's there. Mawat Mag, I mean, he struggled uh, in, in Illinois. You don't really see him struggle. He hasn't really struggled much, but you got to give that to him too. He just got back on the court full time. He's going to have one of those games. And, um, you know, he's there's a lot he can do on the court. And he actually, he's actually shown that he can score too on top of defending and top of giving the team a lot of energy. I will say this, I'm, you know, I've said it a few times now, but, and I remember... You know, when Paul Mulcahy was going to move on, I was like, yeah, maybe it's time. I mean, he kind of had that maddening inconsistency. He was brilliant one game and then other games, you'd be like, you know, what's going on, Paul? But I, I got to say that the difference, I mean, what you're feeling there is is on the rebounding end where Illinois just crushed them on the boards. They did okay against Nebraska, but they just got crushed on the boards. And that's been a problem. And, you know, you got a bigger guard. Uh, you know, I mean, you, you know, had Terrence Shannon, you know, he came back. Um, you know, he's got uh, he's got some issues moving forward, legal problems moving forward. We'll we'll, we'll see where that goes. But he's a, he can very well be a a first round pick, and he's a good player and he's a big guard. Um, you know, not to say you know someone could have stayed with him. Maybe McConnell's gone, and and uh, you know they just really didn't have a solution for him. And and you know, the thing about Paul was he he was able to rebound. He was able to back people up. Uh, he was he was a big guard, not the quickest guard, but a big guard. And Rutgers is missing that right now. They got some small guys at, the, at you know in the, in that position. And sure, other teams have it too. I know that, and and they are quick. I mean, Derek Simpson's got as good a first step as anyone. Uh, Jamichael Davis, a nice first step too. They, I mean, they gotta, you know, they're out of control around the basket, and they gotta figure that. out. And that's a lot of times that's that's physicality. That's having the size to be able, you know, and the balance to be able to stay in there when you're getting knocked around. And, um, you know, a lot of times they're, you know, they're just throwing stuff up there and you're seeing a lot of stuff around the basket that's not, you know, just, you know, they're, again, they're not finishing. And, they're, you know, they're, they're struggling to hit shots. Can they put that all together? I'm not, I'm not saying they can't. And uh, the defense, although, look, I, you know, Illinois rung up 86 on them. But that's, again, that's a, it's a good team. It's a good team. They got a lot of... A lot of good players, a lot of guys that, you know, Quincy Guerrero, um, Justin Harmon, these guys come, you know, uh, uh, Marcus Damask, guy from Southern Illinois, is a transfer. He's a good player. And you put Terrence Shannon in there, and Coleman Hawkins is tough too. 
you know, now are they rolling into the final four? Let's relax on that. But it's actually probably, a, you know, one of the better teams, certainly in the Big Ten. So now Rutgers uh, comes home. They got a lot, they get a, ni- a nice bit of rest. Let's see if that doesn't turn into rust because, um, boy, they got Purdue coming in and that'll be exciting. And, you know, you listen, you know, any given night, you you can you can beat Purdue. It, it can happen, um, but uh, you know again we have to say it's not likely. Um, and again, they have to look. They have to win. If even if they go five and two, they then they have to win another one on the road. Not to say that it's impossible. It's just a tough hoe. But I'm saying if you want to dream, Rockers Nation, dream. But that that's what's got to happen, and it starts uh, starts with Purdue, and then they got a home game against Penn State in the middle of the week. I mean, come on, that's you know it's a must to keep you know the excitement going um, throughout the season because once it once you're out, no one cares about the NIT, and and, and you know then things will get calmed down. They will calm down at the rack. I mean, people will still come out, but it's just not going to have that juice and excitement that it's recently had. So um, that's what's in front of Rockers. Uh, let's turn to Seton Hall, who, wow, they were looking great there. And now, I mean, come on, it's it's the Big East. They're just like the Big Ten, these are tough conferences. And and they lose uh, two in a row now. Oh, a tough loss overtime loss of the rock to Creighton and then Providence, you know, they go out and, and uh, the Dunkin' Donuts center there and they, they beat Providence. So surprising win, but Providence comes back and returns the favor beats them at the rock. So that's two losses in a row drops into six and three in the conference. They still look good in the 13 and seven overall, right? They still, they still look good, but here we go. You got to go on the road to Marquette. Marquette owes them one as uh, as they took care of Marquette at the Rock. So, you know, it's still, they can beat them. Just got to bring your game on the road. And then they've got DePaul, certainly uh, a, a team that they can beat. But, you know, DePaul's always, you know, always tough in their own building. And so there they go on the road and then things get exciting and they come home. They go to the Wells Fargo Center. They got Georgetown. And then they go to the Wells Fargo Center in a couple weeks Uh to play Villanova. So, um, you know, they still, Dawes is still playing great and he played great against Providence. Um, you know, they they didn't get much offense from anyone else. Uh, Dre Davis had a decent night. Uh, Kadari Richmond is, was out of the lineup. So um, that hurts. That hurts uh, Seton Hall for sure. So they need him back. But uh, they were written off a couple weeks ago, and now they're in a position uh, where they can very much make the tournament here. You know, and and um, uh, they're looking uh, they're looking very good. They just gotta uh, they just gotta hold hold, uh, hold court away from um, from the rock. That's what's going to be their challenge right now. And uh, you know that Marquette game is going to be really tough. But get to Paul, and then um, you know go to come on, you go to uh, you go to Philly. Uh, that's that's a very winnable game. Although, you know, Villanova's always tough. Um, just for the just for the Villanova across their jersey, you know, it's just uh, it, it's always a, a good basketball team. So um, so Seton Hall is still um, looking um, looking like a tournament team, and um, as long as Dawes keeps playing the way he's playing, and they got enough scoring, uh, Kadari Richmond needs to come back, and they need to. Um, 
They need to keep at it. Uh, let's take a look at the rest of Jersey. Uh, Princeton, 15-1. and one. You know, the class of the Ivies. They'll, get, they'll go to the tournament again, and they'll do well in the tournament again because they're a good team. They only lost once. They lost to St. Joseph's. Um, and certainly rinsed uh, Rutgers in, in Trenton on that rough night. Um, so they're um, uh, they're very good. Uh, and the Met there, uh, uh, St. Pete's ten and seven, six and two in the conference. Uh, maybe they can win the maybe they can win their uh, conference again. And I don't think they they can do much in the in the tournament. But who knows? They've they've surprised before. A rider doesn't look like much. They're six and thirteen in the conference. A mammoth much better. I mean, they were terrible last year, their first year in the Colonial Athletic, and they were not good. Um, at least they're around 500. They've certainly improved, which is all you can really ask for. And three and four in the conference. Um, so who knows what will happen there, but they'll likely stay in that 500 area. And um, But improved anyway. Fairly Dickinson, you know, nine, nine and 13, and uh, three and three in the Northeast there. Uh, so it don't look like they're doing much. So there's not really a lot of big stories going on in, in the rest of, of Jersey basketball. Although keep an eye on Princeton. That's a good team, 15-1. and one. I mean, no one's going to challenge them in the Ivy, Le- Ivy Leagues. They're just not. But, um, you know, they were a 15 seed, I would think, after you saw what they did last year, that they'll probably get a little higher seed than 15 and they will be a good team because everybody on that court can shoot and shoot well, and they can shoot the three, and they just cause problems. Uh, so that opens up the lane because they're all out there on the three uh, stretched out on the uh, on the three point line, and uh, they got a little quickness too, and they they're a, they're a good team. So it'll be interesting to watch to see what they can do. They had a nice run uh, last year in the tournament, perhaps. They can get that going uh, again. Uh, so uh, that's it for New Jersey basketball. Uh, again, um, in the middle of the season here, a lot can still happen. Uh, again, if you want to dream, Rutgers fans, Rutgers still uh, still has a chance to uh, make some noise. And maybe if it's an NIT year, it's an NIT year. We know we're very excited about what's going to happen moving forward uh, with an incredible uh, recruiting class coming in next year. So it, it is exciting, but let's not let's not give up on this season. Um, and there's no guarantees with anything. So um, they they still have some pieces here. They still have some you know, some players, and and, and I'm 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 going to keep hoping. I'm going to keep dreaming. Sorry, that's what I'm going to do. Seton all too. Listen, I'm pulling for the Jersey teams, um, and they um, they're uh, they're looking good. I mean, a little rough stretch right here, but that's the Big East for you. They go on the road, but I think they can still hold it together. And uh, they just need to get healthy, and uh, they will be okay. And I think they'll continue to to surprise. But I mean, really, it's no surprise now that they're they're playing the way they're playing. So almost it's a surprise if they fall off. But we'll see if uh, we'll see if Seton Hall can hold it together. Uh, and that'll do it for uh, this week. Flying solo again, but uh, you know uh, Matt and uh, John uh, will be back for future show. I want to thank our sponsor, LG Insurance. Check out our site, moresportsnow.com. We've got some cool uh, shots on the, on the site as well. Uh, we're on SoundCloud. We're on Spotify. 
and uh, some other directories, Stitch, Stitcher, and and um, iTunes, etc. So uh, uh, check out the show, and we will uh, catch up next week. Bye bye.